Welcome to Couch Talk with Mwelwa, an interactive platform that discusses a wide variety of different subjects, such as business and entrepreneurship, relationship and marriage, career and parenthood, identity, and so many more that will set you up for life. So even right now in this meeting, you can be here, but you can miss out what God has in store for you. You can miss out what God is trying to tell you, what he's trying to instruct you, what he's trying to give you guidance over, because God is ready to meet you. But are you ready to meet him? Mrs. Mwalwa Kaluluma will give counsel and lessons with a wide array of special guests based on a scriptural and biblical foundation that will equip you to live your best life and serving God. Because every time I speak mysteries, I just know things are changing. I just know I'm charging myself up. I just know that miracles are going to happen. When I face situations, I just say, in the name of Jesus, I approach this week. I approach this day. There's a confidence I have in knowing that I'm full of the Holy Ghost. So how about you grab yourself a warm cup of tea, take a seat, and enjoy Couch Talk with Mwelwa. Welcome everybody, welcome, welcome, welcome to Couch Talk with Mwelwa. I am so excited to be doing this again with you. Um, remember, I love to say that, you know, let's do life together. It's all about heart-to-heart conversations. And first and foremost, I wanted to say thank you to every person who subscribed, everyone who's been listening, everyone who's been sending their reviews, also their testimonies as well. As in, I love what... Um, you guys are sharing with me about how you're able to make use of what you're learning on this podcast, especially the recent topic we've been looking at transitions, how you can manage them, the strategy you can use, which was the preps formula, which I definitely, definitely broke down in the last two episodes. For those who are wondering what that is, check out the previous episodes and remember to subscribe. So it's just been amazing. And we received amazing news. I was just recently informed that I came out number six on the Zambian podcast chart for the month of June. I didn't even know that we made it that far. You guys are making all this possible. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for your feedback. I love you all so much. And please remember to subscribe. Do share the links with everybody you know who can be blessed by this. And just, it's just been amazing. But most of all, I give all the glory to God because he's the one who has made all this possible even just the ideas and just everything the people who've been working on this podcast with me god has definitely just been amazing he's just been so good so all the glory goes back to him and allow me to thank uh, my amazing team (laughs) the people who are working on this podcast with me you guys are doing an amazing job i love you all so much so thank you all so much and well Let's get straight into today's episode. Yay! So remember, grab your hot chocolate, grab your coffee, grab your nice Fanta. Yes, um, in case you're wondering, I love Fanta Orange. <laughs> it's my favorite um, beverage at the moment. So yeah, grab your hot chocolates, coffees, tea, um, whatever it is you love drinking in this amazing, amazing cold season. I, I still love drinking my Fanta Orange, by the way. So yeah, if it's Fanta Orange, if it's Coke, whatever it is, relax and let's just get straight into our topic. So I'm sure you're all wondering like from transitions to the preps formula, what on earth are we going to look at today? (laughs) 
So, um, as you all know, um, I'm a Christian and uh, I love God. I love church. I love all things Christian. <laughs> so today um, I have something special for everybody. Today I want to look at my favorite, favorite personalities from the Bible. As in, I'm sure you all have your favorites, but I'm just going to like really, really break down just a few people who, as I've read the scriptures, as I've read the Bible, who have just stood out the most for me, as in just the amazing things they achieved and they're all recorded in the Bible, in scripture. And for me, what just amazes me about these people who I'm going to talk about with you guys is these were actual like they're human you know they're just like me that's the thing about it which amazes me and yet when you're reading them in the scriptures just like whoa they did that mm, how did they achieve that and then you go like oh my goodness if this person could do this how much more me as in that in itself just amazes me all the time so we're gonna start with my first one i'm sure you're all wondering and i'm sure right now somebody's just like hmm who is my favorite personality hmm are you asking yourself that question yeah and by the way please do send me uh your feedback your favorite personalities or which personality to stand out for you in this episode i look forward to reading them all so um the first person for me is definitely going to be david king david david the psalmist i don't know what other titles you have for for him as in you guys um i know that people like to talk about how you know david sinned and da, 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 da. but i think for me the first thing that stands out the most is god's testimony if you're wondering what god's testimony is literally god called him a man after his own heart to get to those levels where God is testifying about you to say that you are after his heart. My goodness, as in that for me just blows my mind away because it shows you that for David, it, you know, his relationship with God was not, was not just about, you know, God come and rescue me or God, the one who, you know, set him apart and gave him the nation to rule, the God who helps him win battles, all of those things. Like for him, there is this, personal relationship with god and we love reading the psalms we love talking about the lord our good shepherd we love talking about how god is our strong tower you know how we the righteous we run to him we we talk about so many things we read the psalms in times of um distress we read the psalms in times of celebration we when you just want to exalt God, give him all the glory, when you just want to pour out your heart to him, we have all these amazing scriptures and they were birthed from a certain place of devotion, of worship, a place of, you know, intimacy with God. So that testimony where God is one who's saying, look, there is a man after my heart. His name is so and so. For me, that just stands out for me. And it's something which, you know, in my personal life, I always like to like, I want God to like have a good report about me, to say good things about me. It's like, oh, there is this daughter Mwelwa, you know, in Zambia, in Lusaka. You know, she's doing this for me. She loves me. She's this, she's this. That that kind of a report, you know. So that that just amazes me all the time. And then also remember i'd mentioned is that okay he sinned at some point. But for me, again, when we look at that, I love the way David went back to God. And he didn't try to like run away or he didn't try to say, that, okay, yeah, 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 shan, shan, shani. Uh, like we like other people I've interacted with, you know, in my own personal life, sometimes I'm like, okay, everybody sins. 
no but for me it was just a lie no that one that one that one you know cheated that one did this that one stole that it's it wasn't even about the degree of your you know whether you lied or this but you've sinned and then going back to him and pouring yourself to say god forgive me i'm sorry restore me you know restore to me the joy of your salvation where he comes back to say i can't live without your presence like what am i without you god i'm nothing that for me you know coming back and just realizing that at the end of it all god is everything he's your all you know in him you move you live you breathe you have your being everything about you and then to lose his presence for me it was the fact that he was like i can't lose his presence i can't lose god ah for me that that that's just it just blows my mind away i love that and then another thing i can point out about david is the way he was able to raise his own men to have his own people that shows some serious leadership skills right there like what told about david's mighty men come on you guys david's mighty men why were they called david's because meaning that he's the one who invested in them he's the one who trained them he's the one who taught them everything he knows and they reached such a level where it didn't matter who you saw they were able to pinpoint to say ah this person has been under david oh this person serves under david like today if someone were for those who have met me in person and etc they're able to pinpoint where i'm coming from which church i go to just by the virtue of the way i talk the way i carry myself and the way i do things they'll be able to say mm, yeah she belongs the city of the lord church because they know that for us we bring hope to the hopeless because they constantly hear me say let's do life together because that's who we are as city of the lord church and for me that is something which um, people are able to trace to like oh yeah i've heard this somewhere before mm-hmm city of the lord church so the way these people refer to as david's mighty men so for me i was just like then there must have been something special there was something unique about the way he trained the way he was able to lead this men it meant that there was a certain mark of himself he left on them which people were able to relate to and identify so that in itself is amazing and it also speaks to us as leaders be it in your home as the mother you know as the guardian as the older sibling you are a leader in that house in that capacity whether it's in school it's at work it's at home it's a church are you able to raise people you know who can take after you who can do greater things are your people are people out there societies family members other workmates are people able to trace where you come from to say yeah this person definitely belongs to this company because people from this company dress a certain way. They talk a certain way. They're, they work a certain way. They have an amazing work ethic. This we've only seen from such a person. So if we've only seen this type from this one, it means this person has interacted with somebody from that place. Are people able to, to, to trace that? Because um, one thing we can say about Zambia is that we have an amazing, amazing unity and peace in our nation. And we have people who come from different tribes, but you're able to pinpoint how, by the way they'll talk, you'll be able to hear certain things in that and like, wait, from the way i sound in um do you speak bemba or do you speak lozi do you speak nyanja i can tell from you know the way i sound in etc so if just even from our language people are able to trace where we're coming from you can imagine the kind of work david did in these men that must have just been amazing amazing 
amazing like wow my second favorite personality i hope you guys are enjoying this because i'm loving this is daniel my goodness my goodness for me i i i personalize these people because there's so much to learn from each of these people like for daniel one thing which amazed me um is how he was able to multitask okay guys like he you know they come in he's great at academics that's school academics like education then he's so exceptional he rises up in rank now he's a governor so you know he's working in governance and administration name it all then i mean this is someone who was really you know discussing the national matters so it's not just about him being good at academics he was also good at if you want you can call them governance when you can say political issues whatever term you want to use but he was also good at that he was also good at his personal devotion to god i mean where even like people go and report to say we see daniel praying as in they're able to even trace to say that oh so this guy even still has time to go pray to his god so for me it's how he was able to do all of that and then sometimes like for me that one it challenged me personally to say look i know i have a lot of things to do on a daily basis but at the end of the day i'm not the first one in this position guys let's just be honest about it if back then way back in those days in the old testament there's a person like daniel who's able to do all of those things and be good at them still meet the targets still meet the goals achieve what he needs to achieve who am i then to say that oh my gosh 24 hours is too little for me then then there's just something i'm not making use of so for me it's just that level of excellence you know an excellent man is excellent in all things and we see that in daniel's life this excellence in everything that he did but above it all it was that no matter how excellent he was in multitasking no matter how excellent he was in governance in academics in this in that no matter how high he went up in rank his devotion to god was priority in his life he put god first in everything god was everything for him god was first in everything so for me one I, from from his life i see that okay i must be excellent in what i do i must be good at it i must meet the targets and god would definitely raise me but most of all my devotion my love for god should never ever be touched no matter how busy i get no matter how high in rank i go in life no matter how many assignments i have to do etc i should always ensure that my time of devotion to god is not disturbed because that is a set appointment with him and he never misses an appointment god never misses an appointment no he doesn't he doesn't so that level of excellence for me is just amazing blows my mind away every time i read about daniel or every time i just want to like when i get overwhelmed and i'm thinking how can a human being do this in in one day i have to go for work i have to do this i have to take care of my family i have to do this oh at the service at church i need to go for service guess what you're not the first person we have people in the scriptures who did it all and they did it well and there's a good report about them in heaven wow that's just amazing third favorite personality Woo, woo, woo. Wow, wow, wow. Joseph the dreamer. I love to say Joseph the dreamer. <laughs> because well, we get to know Joseph through his dreams, you know? And then his story, for me his story, okay, number 1, 
how Joseph was able to forgive. Okay, let's just put it out there. Imagine like they, your own siblings betray you. They put you in a, a ditch and then they sell you off as a slave. Your own brothers, your own siblings, they sell you off. Then not even just that, you go as a slave. Not You were a free man, you were a free woman. You were chilling, enjoying life in your father's house, in your mother's house. And then your siblings betray you. They deceive you. They abandon you. They throw you aside. And then you come and forgive them. Oh my goodness, that level, that heart of forgiveness, which Joseph had towards his family, it, it just moves my heart. Because we're living in a world today where, you know, um, if, if somebody rejected and abandoned you, you're done with them. You want nothing to do with them because you're thinking, yeah, the same people who threw me aside, da, 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 da. We're living in a world where it's about revenge, where it's about Okay, so because you abandoned me, I'm going to abandon you. Because you didn't take care of me, I won't take care of your children. I won't take care of your family. It's, we're always speaking revenge. We're always saying, you hurt me, I hurt you back. But then with Joseph, we see something totally different. This forgiveness he had for his family, it, it, it just moves my heart. And then another thing which was amazing for me about Joseph was, guys his levels of purity he didn't want to go astray he didn't want to dirty himself his life no you know we have the incident of joseph and potiphar's wife and he ran away running away i mean he ran away so for me when i see that i'm like he understood that He's so precious. He's so valuable. He just can't attach himself. He just can't give himself to anything and anyone. No. So for me, it's just like, no matter how good you look, no matter how good you have things in life, how successful you are, there are certain things, there are certain morals, certain values, certain principles you just won't sacrifice. You just can't do that. So for me, that resilience, that level of this is who I am, I'm pure before God, it just blows my mind away. As in, for me, that just literally, literally blows my mind away. As in, that's just amazing, you guys. And for him, he just made that decision himself. I mean, it's not like he heard angels say, Joseph, run. Or he heard God, my son, my child, this is that moment where you run away. No, no, no. He, he made that decision and he took those steps himself. So sometimes you have to come to that place to say that okay just because everybody's drinking doesn't mean i need to drink as well doesn't mean i even need to participate in it just because you've heard everybody to survive in this place you need to have a sugar daddy sugar mommy whatever they are called today but you need to have a sponsor you need to have a blesser whatever terms you guys use for them there is no need for that god can supply for, he can meet all your needs so that level of purity that just for, for him he ran so you you have to admit that guys in life there are things to run away from if they are going to disturb your path if they're going to destroy your destiny if they're going to just come and mess you up run away from them sometimes you see these things head on don't run towards them run away <laughs> run away <laughs> run away people run away so it, it's just amazing 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 but another thing we should or which I can say like, because I can say a lot about Joseph the dreamer, but 
one more thing I can just point out on Joseph is that guys, you know, just as the Lord raised him, he got to this level of influence in the land of Egypt, that rising that he had, it didn't mean his family had to suffer. So his lifting became a blessing to his family. So even as God is raising each of us, you know, as God keeps promoting us, as we keep excelling in life, as we keep becoming more and more successful, as we fulfill our dreams and our goals, our family are supposed to get blessed by our lifting. We shouldn't abandon them. We shouldn't forget about them. No, we should still be able to come in and help them also rise, help them to get to a certain place. You know, let your lifting be a blessing. Let your increase in life, let your promotion, let your success be a blessing. Let the fact that you are at a certain place in life, you can become an answered prayer to someone and they receive a breakthrough in their life because of you. Wouldn't that just be amazing, you guys? So you can imagine I've talked about David, I've talked about Daniel, I've talked about Joseph the Dreamer, and... I can definitely, definitely talk about Mary, the mother of Jesus. That woman is amazing. You know, because um, I have a daughter, right? And then imagine God comes to you and tells you like, okay, Mwelwa, your daughter will have to fulfill this destiny and save the whole world. And the way she save the world is she has to pay the price she will have to lay down her life for everyone so that they can be saved oh my goodness you can imagine as a mother how would you feel even just as i'm saying this right now i'm trying to like imagine myself like how would i feel if i knew that my child's destiny is that she's going to have to die she will have to die for the whole world to be saved and i have to give her to the lord and say this is your destiny go walk in it wow for me it's just the way mary sacrificed and just said lord be it unto me according to your will so for her it wasn't like oh god i'm going to resist you god i'm going to fight you for this what 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 no she said if this is God's plan if this is she just chose to surrender and say God I just submit to your will I surrender to your working I just I give myself away to you do that which you want to do in my life let me be that vessel you have chosen to carry out this amazing assignment and to bring deliverance to bring salvation to bring liberation to bring freedom to bring liberty to bring healing to bring transformation all of those things to the world that that it, it just blows my mind it just moves my heart i'm sure you can you're moved as well by that and when we look at mary as at the time when she had this divine encounter she, things were going well in her life i mean it's not like she was just like you know just chilling Charlie. she was about to get married i'm sure you know a picture of this like you're having you, it's, it's it's your life you're in your prime you know things are great for you and you're about to get married to someone you love so dearly this and that this and that this and that and then god says well you're gonna carry a child and you're thinking 
Eish. And you can imagine in that kind of society she was in at that time. And you're going to carry a child and you're not married. And the person you're marrying is not going to be the father of the child. You can imagine the, the kind of shame it was going to bring, not just to her, to her, to her family as well. But she was willing to endure all of those things so that she could fulfill what God has called her to do. And for me, that just ministers to my heart a lot because sometimes I, you know, sometimes when I'm in my prayer time and I'll be talking to God, I'm like, God, I just want to do your will. No, I just want to fulfill the assignment you have for me. Tell me, God, send me where you want to send me. Who should I speak to? Which people should I impact? This, that, this, that. I don't know about your devotion and stuff, but for me, I want to live a life which gives the glory to God. So by the time I'm getting there, he does well done, good and faithful servant. So for me, I look at Mary and how she was just like, okay, whether people will laugh at me, whether people will talk, whether people will do this or do that, I just need to do what God has called me to do. She was so focused on fulfilling purpose, on serving her God. And here we are today. I'm saved. I have a savior, the Lord Jesus Christ. And it's just amazing how she chose to just allow God to use her to be that vessel. Sometimes it's very easy for her to make those prayers of God, use me, God, use me. I'm ready. God, use me. I'm ready. But sometimes, are we ready to actually face the music? Like, are you ready to face what will come when God says, okay, you want me to use you? Fine. Here's the assignment. Are you ready to actually see it through to the end? Because Mary was very ready. And that's why she said, okay, God, you know what? Be it unto me according to your will. That it's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. It's just, it just blows my mind away. Whoa. Another personality I love is definitely Paul. Wow. <laughs> Paul. Paul the writer. Apostle Paul. My goodness. With Paul, I see how God can transform a person. From being a murderer to becoming an apostle, someone who's been set apart, someone who God is using to work miracles, someone who has written so many letters, which we now say Bible books. All his letters are verses, scriptures, which we quote, which we use to declare, which we pray my goodness and when we look at how he moved from being a murderer he moved from being someone who was fighting against god to becoming someone who god is using to take his message to all the lands and here we are today we're still reading the very same letters paul wrote we're still sharing words of encouragement was still sharing those scriptures with one another. My goodness, my goodness, my goodness. For me, one, it just shows that, you know, God is the one who truly knows our destinies. I mean, he has already told us that he knew us before we were informed in our mother's womb. So we were always part of the plan. So meaning that God always had this plan to say, okay, there's going to be Mwelwa Kaluluma on the earth. She's going to do this. She's going to do that. And then someone may come and look at me and just like, ah, well, what are you going to be? What can you even do? You, yeah, you, you won't do anything great. But God has other plans. So it clearly shows you that, you know, 
you cannot really pinpoint someone's destiny just by looking at them just like that so, so that's why today we have all these people who pop up to say for me they forgot about me they thought nothing can come out of me but here i am today guess what god didn't say nothing can come out of you god already had a plan for you and when we see how successful you become how unique you are how special you are and when you begin to do amazing things we just see how god has brought about that transformation in your life wow that just just amazes me and then for Paul to be so confident to stand before other people and preach the gospel preach the good news of christ and pray for people lay hands work miracles you know someone could have pointed and said but and you the same person who was um going about killing people what 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 i mean maybe for someone who's listening to me people have come to you and said when you the same person who was in the bar hey you you we used to go to those places together we used to steal together who are you today to come and preach the gospel to me what is this born again message of yours we used to do it yeah, shan, shan, shan. You go, are you bold like paul and confident are you able to stand and still preach the gospel of jesus christ and still tell them to say look we did those things those things were wrong god died for you shan shan you go you still go you preach to them and you tell them you need to get saved you need to become born again god has a better plan for your life all those things were wrong we were living in sin but i'm no longer in sin i'm now a born again believer i've been saved by God, Christ died for me, and now I can call him my Lord and personal Savior. He has changed me. He has transformed me. He has set me apart. He has lifted me. He has brought me from darkness into light. Are we able to say to share such a message? You know, that confidence in Christ, that Jesus esteem he had, that boldness he had. Wow. Uh, that just blows my mind away that just blows my mind away are you able to go tell people to say that look what you're doing is wrong even though the person says but when you the same one is it time to say that was because i didn't know who god is i didn't know the message of the cross i was in sin i was in darkness but i have found the light i have seen the light i have experienced the light are we able to get to that place whoa it's it's just amazing it's just it's just amazing and all of these personalities i've talked about so far daniel david joseph the dreamer mary the mother of jesus apostle paul you can see that all of these were some from the old some from the new testament but god was the center of it all God was the center of it all. From someone like Joseph who was abandoned by his family, thrown, sold off as a slave, to someone who God lifted and then he became the breakthrough for his family. The same person who went and still saved his siblings. You look at someone like Mary, who probably was laughed at, who had to go through shame. We don't know what happened when she was carrying the Lord Jesus. But she didn't even know if Joseph would still marry her. But for her, when she had that divine encounter with God, she just said, be it unto me according to your will, O God. I'm going to do that which you want me to do. I don't care what's going to come afterwards. For her, she was ready. Like, even if I lose Joseph, even if they laugh at me, even if I go through a certain period of this and that, I'm still going ahead with what God wants me to do. You can see that truly 
the way the Lord works. You can pinpoint and say that truly it was God. You can say that it it was not by our own might or by our own strength. We we didn't do anything. We didn't add anything. It was not by our own power. It couldn't. When you look at these men's lives, these um, these people's lives. But most of all, for me, and there is a reason why I haven't even mentioned this person as no number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, no. Because ultimately, someone who I think should be everyone's favorite, someone who stands out the most, who beats them all, is definitely the one who paid the price. The one who said, you need to live a life of freedom. You need to live a life of peace. You need to live a life of healing. You need to live a life of feeling loved, feeling accepted. It's definitely the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he knew. He knew that I need this one to be with me in glory. I need this one to be with me. The only way for these people to be with me is if they can turn away from their sins. And he knew that the only way they, for them to be with me in glory is I need to make a way. That's why he said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. No one can go to the Father except through him. So it's that for me. That sacrifice, that price he paid. The blood that he shed on that cross. Because no other blood was sufficient. It had to be his own. That just for me. He stands out the most. That's our Lord Jesus Christ. Wow. 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 It's just so, 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 so amazing. And I pray that even as I'm looking at each of these amazing people we have in the scriptures i pray that you're seeing god at work not just in their lives then but even in your life now you're seeing those moments where god just had to step in you're just seeing that okay but god came and did this but god is the one who did this you're seeing those moments where just like there was a situation but then a miracle happened because of that situation you're able to pinpoint and just see god at work able to say okay if god could transform paul then you look at yourself you're like surely there is a god because what he did in paul he has done in me wow that's just it's just amazing and don't you worry we are still going to dig deeper into this and i'm definitely 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 going to continue sharing and looking at other other personalities i love in the bible but i just want us to listen to this episode take time to reflect and just send me your feedback on how this episode has been which people have definitely stood out the most for you and i believe jesus christ is your number one he's my number one he's your number one and be on the lookout for the next episode as i definitely continue looking at amazing personalities in the bible who i feel 
And by the way, this may just be my list, but there are so many in the Bible who you guys may be loving. So feel free to share them with me. And I'll definitely talk about them in the coming episode. So be, be, be on the lookout. Remember to subscribe. Remember to share the links. And I love you all so much. I love you all so much. And I look forward to just continuing this journey with you. Thank you for tuning in to Couch Talk with Mwelwa. If you have been blessed and want to get in touch or have any questions, feel free to reach Mrs. Kaluluma on her Facebook page at Mwelwa Kaluluma. God bless you and tune in again.